Welcome to the Getting to Grips F1 podcast with your hosts, me, Caleb, and Danny. Howdy. Santi. Hello. And Sam. Yo, what's up, guys? Today, we're going to be talking about the Austrian GP. Guys, what did you think about the race? Fantastic race. Well, let me start off by saying that that was a great race, honestly. Um, I had high hopes for uh, Ferrari, but I mean, obviously, Carlos didn't, as we'll get into later, Carlos didn't have the best of races because of the um, the engine failure, but it was a great race overall. I thought it was great. I thought I was happy to see Schumacher really having that more confidence that, he's, that his genes would have let him, you know, his dad would be proud of him. But yeah, great race, great race overall. I thought it was an all right race. It wasn't anything too out of the ordinary, nothing too crazy. I was just, you know, happy to watch it happen. Um, I was really hoping Checo would win. <laughs> so I know that my prediction from the last episode was totally wrong. <laughs> one mm. of the Red Bulls DNF'd, just the wrong one. Uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a good race overall. I was happy to see Charles win. You know, let's go Tifosi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Man, I'm, I, I was... I was very happy for most of the race, honestly. It was so good <laughs> to see. It was so good to see the Ferraris uh, up there uh, giving a hard time for uh, Verstappen. Um, but yeah, also, did you guys see that uh, the predictions for like the pitting strategies were like saying one pit stop? And in the end, a lot of people did two. Nobody was, was doing yeah, one. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was multi-stops. Yeah, it was like yeah, that two, was so three, off. four, <laughs> five. And, and and they were giving out a lot of like black and white. Oh flags. my like, god! Really? Literally, the track Dude. limits. Just if if you're That's having such crazy. a hard time keeping drivers on the track, why don't you? I don't know. Before the Grand Prix, here's a crazy thought: the cars are wider. Oh, make the track bigger. <laughs> Widen yeah, it out a bit. Just like <laughs> or like put curbs, yeah, put curbs yeah. along the side. So if drivers do go and exceed the track limits, they do have some sort of down. a repercussion for exceeding the track limit. You know. Like, don't go crazy with the sausage curbs because we saw from the last race, sausage curbs make cars go flying. Um, right. <laughs> but, like, do something at least so that you don't have to give half the grid a, a black and white flag for exceeding yeah, the track. I, I, no, I feel like they need literally, to yeah. uh, accommodate with the new cars. Like, I feel like they haven't really um, seen, I guess, the performance on, like, some tracks. So, like, they're, they're just really strict and it's, like, they can't do anything about it. Like the drivers, they, they, they think that they're within the lines, but obviously they're not. Cause like literally like, I don't know, probably like six or seven drivers got like the five second penalty. Like it was just left and right. Like you get a penalty, you get a penalty, you get a penalty. And it's like, all right, come on. At some point, if everybody gets a penalty, it's not even going to make any difference. <laughs> yeah. But they had, they had to, I mean, they had to enforce it. Right. So, you know, it yeah, wasn't yeah. the wrong call. Also, it's there for, Thankfully, it's there for safety because in this track, um, the track limit, there's no wall next to the track. So, you know, it, it, it's not bad. But, like, if there's another track where there's a wall, you don't want to exceed the track limit because then you will go to the wall. So, you know, I think the problem here was that um, they were, of course, pushing. You know, they're racing. Uh, but they were pushing so much uh, that they were going a little bit wide on the on the track. And that's what causes this uh, track limits, which they barely, like, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a, in Hamilton's onboard, they showed it a little bit. He did went off track, but it was like barely. So it's, uh, you know, they were trying to keep themselves in the in the pace. But since it happened to a lot of drivers, you know, it's just I think it was a, a problem with the way they were uh, uh, 
racing per se, right? They were racing at a faster pace that the track could actually handle. <laughs> at least that's what you, I think. <laughs> you also got to realize we're in a new generation of car. Like last year, this wasn't an issue because those cars were on rails. They would turn. They, they would turn on rails like at full throttle. Could turn like nothing. But now this new season, this new generation of cars, obviously they're not as aerodynamically um, efficient. Just, just so we can get closer wheel to wheel action and you know more leveled races, we get better races out of it. But you know, on the other end of the sword here, the cars aren't as efficient. They're not as high performance as they were last season. And the, they have to make up the difference with the track, right? If you're going to penalize drivers for being unable to make a turn in and for going over the track, well, I, I don't know, man. I'm just going to go on a whole tirade. I'm going to stop myself right there. <laughs> it just really pissed me off. I wonder how much different this track would race if there was, like, walls at that one, the, the last couple turns. Like, I wonder if, like, how much more cautious drivers would take it. Like, would they go... At, would they go as fast or whatnot? Like, well, I mean, yeah, honestly, probably would affect their, uh, their, they, you know, their way that they approach the, yeah. But I don't like walls. I don't like to have the no, track. I, I do around. like it when it's like open, like. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm just saying that you know they they were able to take a little bit of a, a more, uh, I guess, relaxed approach uh, during the turns. Uh, but yeah, you know, they have to enforce the track limits, and I get it. So I didn't mind. A lot of drivers got it, so it's not like it affected just one person. It's yeah. every everybody got a, a lot of a lot of teams got at least one driver getting a black flag, uh, black and white flag. Sorry, so you know, no black flags here. <laughs> no, 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 no black flags here. No, no. I meant to say black and white. <laughs> and a five second penalty. But yeah, no, but pretty cool race in my opinion. Pretty cool race. I like I like the end. And, uh, I was super like i was glued on to mix performance dude i was Mick, just gonna Mick say that yes, i was too <laughs> i was he too was, he's a whole new racer bro now. Like, mick is mick is going into yes. his villain arc right now yeah literally yeah <laughs> <laughs> saw that tweet as well yeah. no but like he's giving it his all he's he even did better than, than magnus in this race and I, i'm just so happy that he's he's finally getting to the points and defending well too Doing, doing really good Bro, racing. Bro, defending off back, uh, not Max, defending off Lewis back-to-back races. No, during the sprint, dude, yeah. Dude, dude, I am so happy to see Mick performing so well now. I'm a huge Mick, huge Mick Schumacher fan. Probably my third, top three favorite drivers on the grid right now. Really? Same here. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll see a different Mick Schumacher at the second half of the season. I think he's gone, gained confidence after the last race in, uh, where was it, Silverstone? And I think after that, he's going to really perform well. And I, I hope to see him really go up top of the ranks after this in the second half. Because we're literally halfway through the season. And he's been, he's been, I mean, after this, he's been fairly well. He, he won, even won driver of the day. Yeah, he did. So that says a he lot about how his fan base is going and how about he's doing as well performance-wise. And yeah, um, I have a I have a lot of hope for him. And uh, hopefully not just now, but also in the future. Like hopefully one day we'll see him in Ferrari. If that's, you know, if, you know, that's the plan, I mean, It'll be great to see him and his dad, like you know, just like two generations of drivers in the Ferrari, uh, in the scooter. Actually, I hope to see him in that Audi car. What is it, Porsche and Audi are entering oh, Formula no. One in what 2030? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, Porsche is 2025, right? Yeah, I think they're gonna be an engine manufacturer yes. for uh, Red Bull, <laughs> but but yeah, no, um, 
uh, yeah, speaking about Mick, uh, the Hasses actually, not just Mick, Magnuson as well, they are, they're on fire, man. They are on fire. They are, they, they, you know, when you see that their car, it's like, it's almost, it's clean because it doesn't have that many sponsorships. I am seeing hmm, that changing in why. next season. Yeah. Oh, yeah but yeah, now, 100%. but now look at all, look, look at all the screen time they're getting, man. That's what sponsorship wants. Exactly. So, and once they, they have sponsorships, that means they got more money and then their team should grow more. Dude, it's, it's just going to like snowball. It's just like, I, I can see the success. That's yeah. why I said in the other episode, like in 2023, I can see that they're going to be strong midfield contenders because they're just, I mean, right now, they play their cards midfield. right for this season. I, I, I like that. Yeah. And again, I, I like it last episode, I want to point out that they haven't gotten any large upgrades yet. Exactly, so this, I was just about to say. Yeah, this car is literally the the, the car it's from the beginning. Car. This yeah. is a good car, dude. They made they built a better it car, a car than McLaren. Did you see how effortlessly Mick passed all the McLarens? Yeah, man. Like he just kept passing every time he went into the pit. Lando would get ahead of him, and then he'd easily pass Lando like nothing, like nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited to see how the Haas's do once they do get the upgrades later this season like and like the new engines like because they're still running on the same engine so like man i, I don't know I, I, they're gonna be like a beast yeah <laughs> they're gonna be saving up so much money for next cool. season i i, I'm I, so I really hope that Haas doesn't screw up because this is probably their best season ever in f1 i'm not if i'm not, if I'm not mistaken i think this is probably the best season ever it, it could be to next season like and if they go into next season like Doing not too well. Just, I mean, it's gonna be a big disappointment for. Dude, Guthrie was so happy on the radiance. They're currently seventh yeah. in the constructors. Which they're only like great. twenty points behind Alfa Romero, maybe less. Alfa Romero has fifty-one points. Haas has thirty-four points. So they're they're pretty they're pretty close. They're within DRS range, I would say. How did you guys? I have a question. How did you guys feel about Perez retiring? I felt bad, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? He's, no, you know what, he's Sam? Getting, he's <laughs> Sam, when he's getting- we watched the race together, and he was like, I'm predicting that the Red Bulls are going to spin out in, in the first thing. And then, <laughs> lo and behold, a Red Bull spun out. And he's like, no, wait, I was right. I called it. I called it. I called it, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I, I did not want it to be Perez, though. <laughs> wanted it to be the other guy. Oh, but I was I, so sad, man. I did predict, though. And not only that, that but be- he, he, like, um, retired because he was just way behind, and I was not expecting that. I Dude, thought he was that a lap behind. Perez is like known for something bad happening to him in the first lap, and then coming back stronger than before. Like that's his staple, yep. that's his brand. The but thing is, is that race, unfortunately, uh, he didn't have it. Yeah, he had he had a lot of damage. Uh, that's why he. Yeah, he they they actually um, ended his race because of the damage. They said it wasn't worth to keep him. Uh, Outside, yeah, they don't want to like. No, you uh, want to talk about damage? Damage the car. You want to talk about damage? You know who got the most damage out there? Sebastian. Sebastian. Dude, Carlos. (laughs) Carlos. Oh, true. That was my heart. That would have been it. That was an easy one-two for Ferrari, but dude, he was gaining. He was gaining on Verstappen. I don't know if you guys uh, watched the cooldown room, but even Max was like, I don't know what happened to him. He was gaining on me. He was really fast this weekend. I didn't hear that, but I, yeah, I saw that. Cool that I one. saw him. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, okay, we were there, and he and he was Max was talking to uh, Max was talking to I think Leclerc. I think he was. He was like saying, "Oh, on fire, on fire!" Right? Yeah, right he was saying on fire, on fire. And he was oh, like, "Wow, I did not really hear that." He was fast. <laughs> yeah, like his his engine blew up, and even his side. I think his his side pod even came apart too. Like, did you guys see? Yeah, like, yeah, scorched. Yeah, was, like, scorched. Scorched. 
yeah, like it literally Dude, but that exploded. was like, scary though. Happened. When um he couldn't park his car and it was it kept rolling, it kept back, rolling off. And they and tried he to was like, exactly. yeah. like man, I cannot imagine being in that that situation. Yeah, honestly, I think the, the response the response could have been a little bit better. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy that he's okay. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's like seeing him seeing him couldn't park the car was uh, a, a bit of a, a nail biter, honestly. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to you don't want to have an engine fire. Right? Yeah, you don't want to have an engine fire right next to you while you're trying to crawl out. And it's like the adrenaline jumps on you. So once I saw him walking with the with the marshal, I was like, okay, good. Yeah, you know, because. The you, camera like cut out right before he jumped out too, and I was like, "Wait, did he get out?" Like I didn't see. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't know, know what they were doing there in the broadcast room, but <laughs> I think, I think Ferrari's having reliability issues with their car. Oh, Dude, Ferrari at the so beginning cool. of the season, they were. Well, Carlos they were still hasn't um, changed his engine yet. Yeah, exactly. So, the whole season. This is the old engine that like Leclerc also had issues with. So, um, yeah. So now in so next race, Walker. he's gonna get a new. He's gonna get a new engine. Uh, he's yeah, gonna get a penalty, they, course, right. but uh, mm-hmm. you know that's that's because of the rules. But I think I think Carlos has had the worst luck. No, yeah, for sure. But then Leclerc having that that brake pedal or was it the throttle pedal? The throttle issue? pedal, yeah, where he couldn't like it wouldn't go to zero, and he had to like manually with his foot lift it up. Like yeah, I cannot imagine stuck. that, like, bro, what kind of help is that from just, your engineer? That is yeah. that is like champion driving right there like he he was kept his calm under like that situation and he he brought back home the win like that to me is like he he has just so much potential man i'm i'm i'm, I'm glad that he he made it out of that yeah the tenacity the tenacity of like uh driving in that uh that situation conditions yeah exactly those conditions is incredible uh because just, with with Max, yeah, because Max was leaning on him, and, and he knew that he had issues. Very with the very little though. So, but because, yeah, no, because like, of that issue, he had to go fast because the throttle was just <laughs> going. It was all the way down. He yeah, had to, he was actually like making space a gap between him and, and Verstappen at some point. He he was like when that first happened, he was like two point five seconds. It's like almost three seconds uh, ahead of Verstappen, and then like three or four, four or five laps later he was three seconds ahead of Verstappen. So it was actually kind of helping him, but it was not yeah. easy, of course. And then once he got out of the third corner, I think um, that was like the worst corner that he said that he didn't like mm-hmm. with the throttle and the shifting. Yeah, it was really because, hard for him. Yeah, not even the shifting was working correctly because uh, the the computer didn't understand why he was still throttling up while shifting. So <laughs> <laughs> the computer yeah. did not compute. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's what the that's what the like, engineers. <laughs> but yeah, um, apparently, um, the, the the consensus during the race was that it was a piece of debris that was blocking the the pedal for moving all the way back to its zero position. Um, but I don't know. I I haven't seen anything saying if that's a if that's a fact or not. Uh, but yeah. So, what did you guys think of Gasly and Vettel's little uh, collision? I think it was. Um, well, I thought could have been avoided. Yeah, I think so too. I think Sebastian's having the bad luck. I mean, obviously, we know he's not in the best car, but he's in the Aston Martin, which I mean, he's a Mercedes engine, Mercedes powered car, but Mercedes not having the best engine this year. But I think Sebastian, uh, he just, he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. I think Gasly was turning in was he was turning in on Gasly, and Gasly just bumped his wheel, um, similar to what we saw with George Russell and Perez. But uh, other than that, I think it was just bad luck, and I think um, yeah, 
he was like, I think he ended up in what? What, what did he? What did he end up in? Seb? What, what place? Yeah, Seb. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like, we all counting the DNFs in last place. He yeah. no, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, pretty much seven. Last place, seventeenth. Unfortunately, yeah, I have a theory. I have a working he's, he's theory, a guys. World champion. My theory is the only reason Sebastian is still in Formula One is because he wants to be there for Mick. He's repaying the favor that uh, Michael did to him, mentoring him, being there for him, showing him the ropes, giving him guidance, giving him reassurance. Uh, it's the same thing that he did to Seb when he started in his career, and he wants to repay it and do it to Mick. And I think that's honorable. I think that... I can see that, yeah. I, I think that... I can see that. I think Seb is trying to be as much of a father figure to Mick as he possibly can, knowing that he, he knows exactly what Michael talked within, within right? within, about. Yeah, within F1, obviously, of course. Because the only other person on the grid that knows how Michael drove in that time was probably Seb because Lewis. they were tight. Oh, well, I mean... And Lewis. Uh, yeah. Alonso. And Fernando. But, like, I mean, when it comes to talking about strategy and tips and, like, how you want to handle the car, like, they were they were very close friends. They are close friends. And he wants to be that kind True. of mentor figure to Mick. And I think that's just so honorable and commendable. And I absolutely love Seb. And it makes me love him even more just for that. Seb is a Dude, great guy. He's a gem. I, I cannot. I'm not ready for him to leave Formula One. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I personally I really, like really the... want Aston Martin to like pull themselves together for next year. Like, Yeah, oh. right now, right now they're not performing as a midfielder, sadly. Um. I don't know what's going on, you know, with their with their. They uh, are design. literally, <laughs> they're literally in ninth in the constructors. Yeah, behind Williams, which you know. <laughs> no, behind AlphaTauri, in front of Williams. Oh, it's, it's, oh, Williams sorry, sorry. is in last. Uh, no, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. I meant to say that Williams was my bad. <laughs> I meant the other way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, no, but what I was going to say I like the roster, the the, the roster of uh, drivers that we have this season. Honestly, me too. I like all of them. Me too. It's, um, it's a great like lineup, I, I would say, especially but, because Magnuson's back. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Guan Yu did such a good race. He did really he did. well this race. I was really proud of him. I thought he, I thought that he'd let the nerves get to him. No, he overcame it all. Yeah, man. When when you're in, the, I mean, the the people that are driving in this uh in this in this sport are. The, the best drivers of the world, basically. So, you know, you 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 don't you don't lose uh, that 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 like skill. In, no, no, in of course, but like you get all. scared, you get scared because okay, when I saw when I saw Joe crash, it brought me back to seeing uh, Roman crash. Oh yeah, I saw, it, I saw it, that live. It, no, it did. It took it did. me back, I, and he got out of F one, and he was, was scared, scary. man. He he didn't know if he was gonna race again, but you know, after all his surgeries and. You know, going through uh, all that you know physical therapy, he decided, yeah, I'll go into IndyCar and killed it. But I, I was really scared that um, Guan Yu Zhou would lose that drive. He would lose like you know the the need to take more risks to really push the car and push yourself because psychologically that stuff like messes with you deeply. Oh, of course, of after course. A bad wreck like that, and that was yeah. an awful dude. If it was not for that halo, he would not be on the grid today. I tell you that. And that's uh, but, but that's why we should be thankful of that, you know. Uh, but yeah, luckily he's still in and he's still uh, trying to push hard, which is, uh, you know, the, the the best one can ask for him. <laughs> he's so, having a great rookie year. I cannot wait to see what this guy does next year. I I want to take a moment to talk about our our race winner, which is Charles Leclerc. 
This is his first win in three months this season. And it's his first win from under pole position. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's true. And his fifth win in his F1 career, which is, is, is really cool. Like, I, I'm, I'm happy for him. He's, he, he definitely needed these points, this, this race. Like, he's now in second place in the, the Drivers' Championship. He's, let me see, about, he's about, like, 38 points behind Verstappen now. He's getting there. We just need Max to DNF two more times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think that's asking yeah, too see. much, I think. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. We'll see. And you know what was another crazy moment of this weekend? The way that um the Mercedes team were able to rebuild Hamilton's car for the race. And that nod he gave to them, like, during his, like, um, race interview, like... This goes to show you, he's just a class act, man. He's dude. That's why, that's why Lewis is an eight-time, you know, F1 championship, right? Champion, right here. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm happy that, um, that the team is just doing better now, Mercedes. And yeah, what, are, what are your guys' final thoughts? I, I have one final thought. I want to say, um, Alonso did great from going from almost last place to tenth. That's uh. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, that's like uh, gaining a lot of positions, man. So that guy is still, uh, still oh, kicking, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? That reminds me. You know, it was probably one of my favorite moments of the race when um, what? Uh, Alonso was passing, was it Gasly or Stroll, and he he d- gave like a little like point pointer fingers or something like he wagged his finger oh, no, like it was, no it was, he was like you're not gonna get past me yeah it was Sonoda. who was he passing it was, it was Sonoda. Sonoda. Yeah, Sonoda. It was, that was so funny man and it, there was a point there was a point where stroll was in fourth place i'm like we were like what stroll <laughs> yeah. in fourth but yeah but was it was because he, he hadn't it was because he hadn't paid it yet he hadn't gone to the pit lane yet so that's why the universe corrected itself afterwards yeah 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 like yep this is not happening so yeah uh I was like, "What? And where did he, when did he get there?" But yeah, it was because he didn't. Go it was just a glitch stuff. in the matrix. So, Danny, anything you wanted to talk about? And anything from your um, notes? yeah, man, I just seeing Carlos go through the fire. He looked so defeated. Like Ferrari yeah. can never have it all yeah. done right. It's never all together at Ferrari. That's why they're going to lose the drivers and they're going to lose the constructors' championship. They don't Oof. have the strategy. They don't have the engine. They've had four mechanical failures this year so far in a race, right? Um, Carlos is obviously doing some improving on himself. He's not crashing as much, which is great. He's more focused. I, I see the drive in him, but it's now it's not just the driver's fault. It's either the team can't get it right with the strategy or the team can't get it right with the engine. And I think Mattia Bonato is going to have a very, very, very tough year. Um, I don't think he's the right guy for the job at this point. I think they should definitely get anyone else. Honestly, take Cyril from from Renault and just make him team principal at least, because at least there they were they had yeah. consistently like they had a good strategy. They didn't have a good car. He was they good. Had a good strategy. I mean, Renault good. had a fairly good strategy with Danny back then. Danny and Nico, like, come on, it's not that hard to get it right. Yeah, true, true. I mean, but Ferrari does demand a lot of attention because they're, they're a Ferrari. Ferrari. Of course, I mean, they're so not, they're the a lot of pressure they're the team for F1 Formula team. One. They've been they here are, since what nineteen fifty. No, way before. Yeah, they've like been there the since 40s, the beginning. I think. They've been there since the beginning. It's the 1940s, 1950s. World War II, literally. I don't remember. 
1950s won the first. Yeah, 1950s. 1950. They're the oldest team. They are the heritage team, and they can't seem to get it right. I mean, it's just it's just sad to see. You know, as a I Ferrari fan, hope. it sucks. I still have yeah, hope. Yeah, I still yeah. have hope. But yeah. They just have a couple of rough races. <laughs> Dude, half the season? <laughs> Hey, they're still second. They're still, second they're still another half. The they're still, and they're still another half of the of the season. So you know, I'm not one to 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 give up on my team. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not ready to I, give I, up. I have. I, I want them to succeed. You were just I'm madly just being realistic. <laughs> I'm just being realistic here. So far, with what we've seen, it just it looks bleak right now. I know, obviously. Okay, I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, in Austria, it's a lot colder there. The track's a lot cooler, and the Ferraris performed so well in the in cooler temperatures and you saw that the red bulls could not keep up with the ferraris in the same way that the ferrari's pace was at so it gives me hope for the winter season when they're driving through colder oh. temperatures you know interesting more night interesting races thought. uh their car will have a real good chance to like breathe and open itself up and go on the track it also is also why i have hope for mclaren as well because preseason testing right it was it was still really cold and that car was killer on the track and now throughout the entire summer season, that car is just like a paperweight. It's like a... It's like did, a McLaren thou- did pretty good this race. No, no, he did. He did. I'm just saying McLaren only did good because of everything that happened ahead of him, right? If it weren't for all the DNFs and all these penalties, nah, I, I think... I don't think they would the points. The I'm, happy, hey, I'm happy they're in the points. That's all I care about. Nah, I'm happy they're yeah, in the points yeah. this weekend. I want to see it come more consistently and not because of luck or a yellow flag or black and white flags. I want to see them do it on their own merit. We'll watch them win at Monza again. Oh, dude. <laughs> I really, <laughs> Imagine, really man. Imagine that. So, Sam, what are your final thoughts on the race? Um, I think it was a good race overall. I'm happy with it. I was happy to, not to see Verstappen not on the on the not win because I'm not a Verstappen fan. <laughs> but I am I'm, I'm happy to see Leclerc get his... Uh, get a win in the bag and I'm um, happy to see also Hamilton in the podium as well. I'm also happy for for Mick. I think he did a great race. He has a he has he has some good back-to-back races and I think this is going to give him a good confidence boost into the second half of the season and I want to see him perform as well, if not better during the second half of the rip. Agreed. Santi, did you give your final thoughts already? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about Alonso. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I guess uh, for for final final thoughts, um yeah, great, great performance uh, from from both Ferrari drivers. Uh, the car for uh, Science was not there, uh, but hopefully uh, in France they get a new engine. And after that, uh, their per- hopefully their performance would improve. Uh, but yeah, they have the pace. They have the pace to compete. Uh, it ju- they just need to, you know, I guess uh, show it in the racetrack. So and that's what they did today. Uh, it didn't pan out for one of them, but that was beyond the driver's control. So, yeah, those are my final thoughts. And hopefully in the future, uh, we'll see Well, we'll see more races like this. The last two races that we had have been uh, pretty entertaining, honestly. And yeah, we can, pretty we keep much. Getting see. The new regulations are, have been paying off. That's uh, that's my last my last topic. <laughs> no more borbising. I agree. No agree. more those, the, the This new season, is they were not they were not wrong. There, there's been a lot closer racing, a lot more um, battles, more action in the midfield, and, yeah, more action. Right, it's midfield. Like, it's it's been pretty exciting all around. 
So uh, I'm excited to see how this this era evolves throughout the next couple of years. But yeah, overall it was a great yeah. it was a great Grand Prix. Everyone, give give me your your best F1 car sound. All right, Sam, you first. Right, I'll go yeah, first. Wow, that was good. That's the V10 era. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right, Danny, you got one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could top that. This is no competition. Just... <laughs> 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 I wasn't ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Oh no, that's your <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, no. Santi? That's so not fair. <laughs> 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 I guess uh, I guess it's my turn now. Oh, don't worry, don't worry, Danny. I'll be with you. Santi, you wanna close this out like last time? Yeah, I can close it out. So yeah, this was uh, this was our hosts, Caleb, Danny, and Sam, and of course Santi. and i hope you enjoyed episode number three of our podcast see you guys for the next one real quick real quick real quick well my hands and knees again all right i'm gonna do this every week well my hands and knees i'm begging please follow us on instagram at getting two grips dot official on instagram we're not on twitter yet like Uh, our post comment on our post and let us know what you think yeah definitely stay up to date with all the stuff going on at the pod Um, have a great week, everyone.